on the track. Hey, this is Popcorn and Naysayers. I'm Nay. Welcome back to another episode. We are going to be reviewing Zack Snyder's original trilogy. And we are talking about his vision that he had for these DC movies. Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and of course his envisioned Justice League movie that just came out this year. We're going to be talking about all that, all of that. We're going to be talking about all of that starting with Man of Steel. I mean, Man of Steel came out in 2013 um that was a great year for movies and i remember seeing the trailer for man of steel because before that if anybody remembers it was forever ago um before that the the superman movie we had that was the most recent was the 2006 superman returns movie um and that one didn't do very well because partly because of how superman was portrayed in there they that 2006 Superman Returns movie took a lot of inspiration from the earlier Superman movies that were super cheesy, campy, uh, you know, I mean, it's Christopher Reeves. I mean, the dude is a legend, but he was also a thing of the t- of the time, I feel like. Um, I mean, eventually, people, like, people, audiences are going to want something else. It's not just like the peppy 80s where, you know, there it's it just can't, it has to evolve. And that's where Superman Returns failed. Anyway. Superman, uh, Man of Steel, I remember when it came out, everybody was super upset with how dark and brooding it was. Not everybody. It just had mixed reviews. Some people loved the dark brooding tone that they weren't used to with Superman, but it totally worked for the movie. And I'm, I'm speaking from the truth here. I mean, Man of Steel is completely awesome. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies to date, actually, because it's just so cool. The story, I mean, we've seen the Superman story before. But not like this. It was it was awesome, and you made it really made you root for the guy. It, he he became one of my favorite superheroes, probably my favorite superhero, that day when I watched that movie because it explained so many things about him that nobody knew. You know what I mean? And it, and it was risky, and it took I mean it took all these like risks and stuff, and it paid off. I mean the movie was cool. It was sleek. Uh, it was a great story. The score was amazing though. Hans Zimmer on that score. Uh, one of the best musical scores of all time, I feel like. Man of Steel musical score. Um, and if you don't believe me, go listen to Flight by Hans Zimmer. I mean, the the dude just goes off. <laughs> I mean, he puts his heart and soul into that score. Um, I mean, the, it, it's just super cool. It was a great way to kick off this new universe um, that Zack Snyder was trying to build, you know? Um, he was introducing us into a whole new universe, and whenever a director do does that, it's a risk. I mean, even if it's just for one movie, it's still a risk because people might not grab onto that world or those characters. But especially if it's an existing uh, world that people have seen in comics for like years and years and years and um, since like the 60s, you know what I mean? Like it's a world that we're pretty familiar with, the DC world. And Zack Snyder introduced us to his take on it in Man of Steel and it paid off. It was a great movie. If I had to rate that movie, I would give it... A 10 out of 10, maybe even 11. I mean, it's that good. You know what I mean? Um, And I'm not just saying that because I have a bias. I love Superman. He's been one of my favorite superheroes, but we'll get to that later. The second entry was 2016's Batman v Superman. Now, this was three full years, three full years after Man of Steel was released. And I think that was part of the reason why Um, it was so mixed. 
like the response was so mixed. I mean, some of the most of the fans loved it. The critics hated it, and it was because it was just a little clunky. It was everywhere. It felt rushed. It felt rushed, and I feel like, and Zach's. I don't just feel like Zack Snyder sat down and straight up told us that Warner Bros. literally had him had that movie completely like in control. Like it wasn't him. He had this big old long movie planned. And that's why he had to release a director's cut of that movie, Batman v Superman, like a couple years later, because the first one just wasn't received well. And there was a lot of things left out of it. It was choppy. It was fast. Um, it just felt like they were trying so hard to compete with Marvel at the time, because if you remember, 2016 was the year that Marvel put out Captain America Civil War. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they were at the peak. That was the peak of Marvel. That is just what it was. And it felt like Warner Bros. was like, we have to do that. We have to compete at the box office. And they just threw out Batman v Superman. It was epic. People were excited about it because, I mean, it's Batman versus Superman, two of the most famous superheroes in the world. I was like, how could this movie fail? It did. It wasn't that great. Um, the director's cut was a little better. The director's cut was okay. Um, but the original theatrical version of that movie was not good. And it was just clunky dialogue. It was everywhere. There's a couple side plots that really didn't need to be in there. One of them including Lois Lane, which I still don't get what she was trying to do to this day. Um, but either way, it was just, I mean, it was okay. The Batman versus Superman fight itself was okay i mean they didn't fight for very long and superman wasn't trying to fight so it was more like batman just beating up superman for about what was it like eight minutes and then that was it but batman v superman is such a marketing slogan not a slogan a title it's all about marketing and they just kind of shoehorn that in there i feel like warner bros did and it was just kind of annoying but i mean it was okay. It was the second entry. There was really good things about the movie. There was really kind of dumb things about the movie. But overall, Batman v Superman, I would give it a probably 6 out of 10. Um, 6 out of 10. So that leads us to the final, third and final installment into the Zack Snyder original trilogy. That is Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I reviewed this movie a couple weeks ago. Um, but, and I said it was great and I stand to that. I've seen it again and it is even better the second time. I mean, it is just epic. The score is amazing. It's better than the justice league from 2017, that justice league that came out in theaters. It's better than that by in every way, in every way. There's not a single thing that I liked from the justice league, the 2017 one, um, that I was like, you know what? Zack Snyder should have just left that. No, there was nothing. I I loved this new Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, it's one of my new favorite movies. Again, I mean, it's four hours long. You don't really feel it, though, because you're so invested in the characters and it spends time with character arcs. It's just a good movie. Um, to rate that one, I, I mean, I already rated that one. I'm pretty sure I gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, but who knows? I can't remember. <laughs> if you want to see, if you want me to, like, go in depth with the new Zack Snyder's Justice League, that one's back in episode eight, I think it was. Yeah, episode eight. Go check that out. It was pretty sweet. Um, but that is the conclusion of this episode of Popcorn and Naysayers. Thank you for joining us, and I will see you next time.